1: The Sports Yak Podcast is powered by Notre Dame Athletics. Experience the excitement of cheering the fighting Irish onward to victory. Tickets for Notre Dame Athletic events are available at und.com slash buy tickets. Also buy Pyramid Equipment. Be prepared this winter season by checking the condition of your snow removal equipment. Pyramid Equipment is a locally owned business in Rolling Prairie, Indiana that sells, services, and installs residential and commercial grade snow plows parts and salt spreaders pyramid equipment is your trusted dealer of Meyer and snow dog products old man winners ready are you service discount for military fire and police available call 800 833-2591 or find them on the web at pyramid and now here we go maniacs from south bend indiana you know where that's at i don't it's Sports Yak with Corey Mann and Chuck Freeby. I'm the booth announcer, Jim Shorts. <laughs> That's good. Welcome to episode 166 of Sports
0: Yak. That's the Bob Boole episode.
1: Bob Bool.
0: Bob Bull was a former pitcher for the Milwaukee Braves. Had some really good years for them, including in 57 when they won it all. And then came to the Cubs after he was into his 30s and gave the Cubs four meh seasons double digit wins, (laughs) double digit losses. And then Bob called for the check after 166 big league wins. Bob Bull. Bob Bull. This Bull's for you. Uh, let's start the NFL with the Colts and the Texans last night. Good ball game down in Texas last night. Colts appeared to have things fairly well under control, got off to a 17-10 lead in the third quarter. Uh, they were running the ball well, even though Marlon Mack was out with a wrist injury. Uh, Jacoby Brissett was steady, but the Colts defense had no answers for that very talented Texans receiving core. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins with a pair of touchdowns. Will Fuller showing the same kind of explosiveness that he did at the University of Notre Dame with a couple of bombs from Deshaun Watson. And the Texans come from behind and get a big win for them, 17. I say big win because I, I think I posted a tweet on 46 Sports yesterday from Adam Schefter of ESPN. The winner of that game was expected to have a 75% chance of making the AFC playoffs. Mm-hmm. The loser, about a 25% chance. So the Colts have an uphill climb if they're going to get it back in the postseason in the AFC. So their next game will be the weekend
1: after Thanksgiving?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. And uh, speaking of NFL, so... The Bears have the
0: Giants, Giants this weekend. That's at Soldier Field in Chicago. Two very bad teams.
1: What do you do this time of year when it's kind of, you're done? Do you think... Nagy, like, experiments, tries stuff? Well,
0: technically, they're not done. Technically, they're still in the playoff chase. And so you try to win your professional team. You try to win games.
1: Your language earlier made me think otherwise a couple episodes back.
0: <laughs> I understand that. And when I said stick a fork in them, they're done. As a fan, that's the way I look at it. Okay. You're asking me how Matt Nagy looks at it, and Matt Nagy looks at it as if you know, if we can win six in a row here at the end of the year, we'll be ten and six and likely in the playoffs. Okay. So and that's that's how I want my coach looking at it too. Mm-hmm. I don't want him looking towards next season until it's actually time to look towards next season. Mm-hmm. But as far as <laughs> the games of the regional teams playing this weekend in the NFL, the Bears and the Giants, pardon me while I vomit. The Lions and the Redskins, oh, I'm back for seconds to vomit again. You talk about two lousy regional matchups. Fortunately. And, and fortunately then they're, uh, what, uh, they're back at it on Thursday. Yeah, the Bears and the Lions play Thanksgiving Day. Great
1: turnaround, turn right? Just
0: so that you can try in, to keep your Detroit? food down. In Detroit. It's always in Detroit okay. for the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. It's always in Dallas for the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day. Um, speaking of the Cowboys, there are two really good matchups this weekend in the NFL. One of them is Patriots Cowboys on the late game Sunday afternoon. That's in New England, I believe. And then the NFL, they'll flex their schedule sometimes if they see a matchup coming that they say, "Hmm, this should really have more of a spotlight." And so the NFL a couple of weeks ago decided to switch to Sunday night Packers Niners. Niners only once beaten. The Packers, I believe, 8-2. That that should be a good one in the city, by the way.
1: Being that I think that you pretty much know everything about sports, do you know the history behind always playing Detroit, always playing Dallas on Thanksgiving Day? you know where, where that started or why?
0: I think Detroit is the one who started it. Okay. And they started it as kind of a promotional thing because there used to be a downtown parade in Detroit on okay. Thanksgiving. Might still be, I don't know. But it was tied in with that. And then the networks came along in the 70s, and they, the Cowboys, of course, were the team of the 70s, and they said, we'd like a little more of this Thanksgiving football. Thank you. We think it does pretty well. And so frequently you'd get games like Cowboys-Redskins, which was a huge rivalry in the 70s. You'd get that on Thanksgiving Day. And it just became Dallas became the team to show on Thanksgiving Day. Now you get a third helping of NFL. I believe it's Atlanta and New Orleans. Maybe some jambalaya with the turkey on uh, Thanksgiving night. night. Yeah,
1: yeah, it is. You've got one more night of high school football tonight. How are you feeling?
0: Um, You know, it's funny. My wife and I talked about this this morning. It's bittersweet. I love doing football games. I really do. Um, But you step outside this morning. It's cold. And it's going to stay that way, right? And it's not getting any better for the next few months. So, yeah, let's get into the gym. What's the... What's the most you've ever worn at a football game that you've broadcast? Oh I've the last couple of weeks I've gone with five layers. Five layers? Yeah. <laughs> ah,
1: you're like one of them complicated burritos. Now,
0: the nice thing is, um two weeks ago, where were we? Wherever we were two weeks ago, um they had the press box sealed up pretty well. They had a little space heater going, so I actually was able to take off my coat and just do the game sitting there in a sweater. Warsaw? Uh, Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. And uh, so that was nice. Uh, I don't expect the same to be true tonight at the Merriam press box, which for years we've been told, oh, we're getting a new press box. No, no, you're not. No, you're not. No. Not a good press box, but... It'll be functional tonight, and it'll be fine for Marion and Bishop Chattard. Chittard ranked number one. They are the team that has won the most state championships in the state of Indiana in football. They've got 13 of them. And uh, Marion has won three, but they were all back in the 70s. They've never won a semi-state since we've had this level of the tournament. So it appears to be a mismatch. We'll see if that's the case tonight on YouTube at 7 and on TV 46 tonight at 11 tomorrow morning at 9.
1: You want to talk about the talking to the coach?
0: Sure. I had a chance to talk with head coach Mike Davidson earlier this week, and one of the first things we talked about was what to expect from Bishop Shattard. Mishawaka is probably like the best running team that, that we've played, but um, offensive line-wise, this is the best run-blocking team that, that we will have faced. Um, and defensively, it, it starts up front for them. They, they do a tremendous job of, of causing trouble up front and getting off blocks. Um, so we've got we've to come prepared on, on both sides of the ball in that respect. They have a really good line. To me, I'm on the D-line, so they have a really good uh, – they stay on their blocks. They're pretty big in size, too. They like to fly to the ball. They, they bring a lot of people, but I, don't know, I think we got a good offensive scheme this week. Their offensive line and their running back, I think we need to shut them down and then just worry about – Getting some points on the board and making them throw the ball because we have one of the better uh, defensive backs in the state. Then, of course, after that, natural question for Mike was keys to the game. Starts up front. Starts up front on both sides of the ball. Offensively, we've got to do a much better job of taking advantage if we get a short field. Um, That was the, the biggest problem we had last week was defensively we gave our offense a short field and we did not take advantage of it enough. Um, I don't know that we'll get a short field all the time, but when we do, we, we've got to take advantage of it and uh, cause a couple of turnovers and, and win the uh, win the special teams. So there you have it, the Marion head coach and a couple of his players in that first segment of Sound Bites and then Mike Davidson himself explaining what to expect tonight at Atulski Field.
1: Notre Dame last night had a uh, overtime thriller.
0: You know, it shouldn't be this way. You're scheduling games like Toledo, not so that you've got overtime thrillers. Mm -hmm. And the Irish trailed throughout this game. Uh, Robbie Carmody goes down with a shoulder injury. We don't know what his status is right now. Did I read same shoulder? Same shoulder as he had surgery on last year. So that does not look good. Dane Goodwin kept them in the game. Dane Goodwin came off the bench with 16 points. And yet the Irish still trailed by three with one and a half seconds left. They had the ball underneath their own basket. And uh, a two-hand bounce pass to Nate Laszewski, who had been nothing less than awful from three-point range all night. He gets the ball on the wing outside the arc, lets it fly, nothing but the bottom of the net. It was pure. And we're tied at 58 and going to overtime, and the Irish wind up pulling out a 64-59 win over the Toledo Rockets. So the second night in a row at Purcell Pavilion, where Toledo appeared on the verge of knocking off Notre Dame, one in women's basketball, one in men's basketball, and the Rockets go home with bupkis because the Irish managed to pull a couple out. But, uh, and I'm not above stealing questions from people. Uh, I think our buddy Darren Pritchett, Had this question on his Facebook page or Twitter page a week ago. Notre Dame men's and women's basketball, and he and he gave four choices. Uh, Both make the NCAA tournament. Neither makes the NCAA tournament. Only the men. Only the women. If you were to make a choice right now, based on what you've seen and heard this year about the Irish, where would you fall? Maybe the women. Maybe at, at the time that he put that out there, I felt better about the men's team. And so I like the Kool-Aid drinkers out there said both. And now I'm kind of with you. I think the women will, I just, I wish I saw it. I like Mike Bray. I like the guys on the team, but I just don't. They've not convinced me that they have any shooters on this team that are consistent and that can put them all in the net on a consistent basis. And yet, their only loss is still to North Carolina. But that's because they've played Cupcake City at home so far. That's got to change sometime, and when it does, I fear for the Rish.
1: Irish are 5-1. and one. Their next game is Tuesday. Our mutual friend Tom Noy, he's fun to watch on a game night on Twitter.
0: Oh, he's, yeah. He says some things. He's not shy <laughs> about saying them, is he? Right? That's what I like about him. Yeah. They're funny, and
1: yet they're kind of to the point.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's He's got a very cutting sense of humor.
1: Uh, we'll cover Notre Dame women's basketball on Pulse FM. As we record this, this is Friday, Saturday's game at 1 o'clock against the Wolverines.
0: Number 21 team in the country, and the Irish have to go on the road. Now, obviously, Sam Burnell, the freshman, has been fabulous. Uh, five straight games in double figures, had a double-double the other night to bail them out. Here's one thing that uh, Bob and I talked about in the office yesterday. Uh, neither one of us can understand why this team has such a problem shooting free throws. Because free throws really cost them the game against Michigan State. That game was there for the taking, and Muffet's squad went 18-31 of that night from the foul line. And if you get a decent percentage, like 24-31, you win that game. So, and the other night, they're trying to come back against Toledo, and Brunel's going to the line, and every time she's going to the line, she doinks the first, she swishes the second. You know, how about making two? It's not against the rules. Let's do that. Let's hit some free throws. And I think, Corey, one of the things about this team is if you if they won that game against Michigan State mm-hmm. and Muffett's team was uh four and one right now instead of three and two, we'd have a much different perspective on them. You'd say, okay, they, they lost to Tennessee. It wasn't a good matchup for them, which it wasn't. Tennessee has incredible size. And you'd say, okay but they beat a top 25 team in Michigan State and, and you feel good about how the young players are playing. 3 and 2 in the shaky way they've had a couple of those wins against Fordham and Toledo which aren't exactly named teams. That's what gives you pause for concern.
1: And we're also used to a
0: 30-point difference. No question, you know. Yeah, we're spoiled. No question.
1: Big Ten excitement on Pulse tomorrow as well.
0: Well, we've got a lot of Big Ten, both uh, football and basketball. Let's, let's clean out the basketball drawer and, and get that taken <laughs> care of. Uh, Jacksonville takes on Purdue tomorrow night. Boilermakers uh, have struggled somewhat offensively, but this will be a good matchup for them, and I look for uh, Purdue to be winning that game. That's at 8 o'clock tomorrow night on 103.1 FM. As for football, college football tomorrow, well, let's start with the Irish playing at the stadium tomorrow because I've got countdown to kickoff on WNDU at 1.30 tomorrow afternoon. Notre Dame trying to clean up um, at home and have back-to-back perfect home seasons for the first time since the Lou Holtz era. And I think they'll do it. They face a Boston College team that runs the football very, very well. A.J. Dillon is a spectacular running back. Brian Kelly wanted him desperately to come to Notre Dame, and I have to think he would have helped the Notre Dame running game. That said, B.C.'s defense is abysmal, and the Wolves are starting to howl a little bit in Chestnut Hill on the Heights for Steve Adazio because Steve Adazio, while he's been able to take them to a few bowl games, five 5-5 five this year, likely going to finish 5-7 and seven because B.C. finishes with Notre Dame and Pitt, and they'll be underdogs in both those games. They don't win conference games, and so you just wonder how long Steve Adazio is going to last at BC. Um, That's a familiar name. He's a former assistant coach here under Bob Davy. So good dude, just and he's done a, a decent overall job at Boston College, but at some point if you're BC, do you sit there and say, we'd like a little bit more? We had some glory years for this football program. We'd like to have a little bit more. Yeah. Speaking of B.C. glory years, tomorrow marks the 35th anniversary of the Doug Flutie Hail Mary pass hmm. to Gerard Phelan to beat Miami at the Orange Bowl.
1: So I'm guessing they'll
0: have something about that at halftime. Or... I'm hoping to have something about that and count down to kickoff. Tonight. Oh, okay. Um. So Notre Dame and B.C. tomorrow. Irish are an 18-point favorite. Who you... You taking B.C. with the points or you taking the Irish? Irish. Okay. I think the Irish will cover in that one, too. On our radio stations tomorrow, let's start on 103.1. 3.30 in the afternoon, Indiana and Michigan uh, from the Rock, I believe. Or is that one in Michigan? might be Indiana at Michigan. And uh, another tough task for Tom Allen's team to go up against a red-hot Jim Harbaugh squad and the Wolverines. Tom Allen's Hoosiers 7-3. They're already bowl eligible. They could have, maybe even should have, beat Penn State last week, but they didn't. When are the Hoosiers going to become that team that gets past the the book that I want to write about IU football, 45 Minutes of Hope, and actually finishes one out? Will this be the day? We'll find out tomorrow at 3.30 on 103.1. Meanwhile, at 4, Purdue fighting for its bowl life and they have to go to Camp Randall and take on Wisconsin in Madison. By the way, if you've never seen a game at Camp Randall in Madison, you would love, you know how Notre Dame between the third and fourth quarter, they used to do the Tchaikovsky 1812 12 overture. Mm-hmm. They don't do that anymore. They still have the Sergeant Tim McCarthy announcement. and um, But at Camp Randall, they play jump around. Oh, okay. And when the first few notes of that song hit.
1: That squeal.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And that place goes nutty. So it's Purdue and Wisconsin tomorrow on Pulse FM 92.1 and 96.9 at 4 p.m.
1: Would you like to touch on girls basketball here locally?
0: We can. Goshen is having a fabulous year. We told you earlier this week about them knocking off Marion. On Tuesday night, they came back and beat a winless Westview team last night, so the Redhawks are 5 and 0. Oh. Big game tonight in girls basketball is over in Dunlap. A battle of the unbeatens in the Northern Lakes Conference. Conference play gets underway. Wawa we'll see at Concord.
1: Let's uh jump into baseball real quick cuz I just love me some money talk, but Yasmani got paid.
0: Yasmani Grandal, um been a catcher for the Dodgers and the Brewers. Now he's going to be a catcher for the White Sox. 4 years, 73 million dollars. What's interesting about this, I didn't want to say ironic, I didn't want to say what's, what intrigues me about this is the White Sox already had an all-Star catcher, But Yasmani Grandal is considered an upgrade in just about every way over the guy they got now, and now this gives you some flexibility to maybe trade that guy and go out and get somebody else.
1: Uh boy, Notre Dame Soccer loses in the NC2A tournament.
0: to right state. 3-2, tough one for Chad Riley's team. They were playing at home, looking forward, perhaps too far forward to a up with Michigan, but now uh, Wright State comes in and takes care of the Irish to end their season. Notre Dame hockey in action tonight up in East Lansing to take on the Spartans. Boy, Jeff Jackson's team has been playing really well this year, uh, ranked number three in the country, and we'll see how they fare when they go on the road to the Munn Ice Arena in East Lansing. Beautiful arena, by the way. Uh, speaking of hockey, tough night for the Hawks and Wings last night. They both take losses. They both continue to look like they're probably not going to make the playoffs this year. Well, there's going to be some action at the stadium in the spring. What did you think about the big concert announcement yesterday featuring One Republic and their counting stars? Coming to, uh, actually not the stadium, to Purcell Pavilion.
1: I think it's a great matchup. I think that's the perfect band for that venue. An enormous amount of hits. uh, The right kind of age group for Idea Week, which they're
0: trying to pull off. It's a great fit. Plus, they bring in the American Authors. Pretty good group itself. You like them? Yeah, they're not bad. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think the third group's a local group
1: yeah I saw them. I didn't recognize the name, but uh, yeah i'm glad glad to see stuff like that and that'll be one of probably a, a handful of announcements. I know Elkhart throws their hat in the ring at the learner, mm-hmm. and they'll bring in somebody that week as well. okay last week they or last year they were wow, this year they brought in Scotty McCreary right you know for co- or for a country act
0: who did who did
1: we oh yeah. oh Tim McGraw was here right during idea week right so
0: I wonder, you know, and it's not like Elkhart has to go get a country act. Right. But if you're looking for a country act that's going to appeal to the millennials, I wonder if they could bring in Dan and Shay. If that they feels have that, like a
1: good fit for uh, the learner. Yeah.
0: If, if they have that kind of uh, cachet behind this.
1: Yeah. That's that's a country station
0: staple right now and top 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Good on you, Chuck Freebie. Good on you. See ya. how
0: I'm adapting to the pop culture segment here on this show? Mm-hmm. We're getting you to adapt to the sports and me to the to the pop culture.
1: Where do you land on this Mister Rogers movie? You gonna go to the theater, or are you I, gonna wait for that? one?
0: I'm the outlier. Yeah, it does.
1: Don't care. It
0: doesn't do anything for me. All right. I I realize you know it's now I sound like Scrooge because no, who doesn't want to go see Mister Rogers? But you, I don't. It, it doesn't. How long is it, by the way?
1: That's exactly what I was looking Thank at. Thank you, because uh,
0: you know see. my limitations. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm looking, pal. Let me ask you this while I look this up. Did Toy Story do anything for you yes. back in the day? Yeah. Today's the anniversary, uh, 1995. We had no kids, so we could go and enjoy it.
0: <laughs> no, I I thought Toy Story was great. Yeah. <laughs> and we had kids, so that made it even better. Come on. On hour 48. Oh, okay. Well, then it's got a shot. Um, if Diane wanted to go, I would go with her. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to say, hey, I really want to go see this. The guy
1: that played Black Panther has a new movie as well mm. called 21 Bridges.
0: Is that Chadwick Boseman?
1: Yes. And something happens in New York, so let's close all the bridges so nobody oh. can get out of the city. Okay. That looks like it was pretty good. That, that opens this week. Frozen 2. No thanks. And uh, I'm excited about new episodes of The Morning Show and see on Apple TV in The Mandalorian. Chapter 3.
0: Again, I think Bruce Hornsby should have been the guy <laughs> consulted for the theme Listen music. Listen to
1: the I mean. Mandalorian rain.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Listen to the thing with the stuff.
0: I feel good about this. Short and sweet. Hey, we get to the point, and we let you get on to your weekend. Yeah. And then we got uh, Monday we'll do an episode.
1: Wednesday, Are you around Wednesday? I don't know yet. Okay. So at least Monday we can crank something Monday. out. Monday.
0: I'm excited for you on YouTube tonight. That's I'm interested in this as well. Yeah. By the way, if you've got the Roku stick at home, uh, you can watch the uh, the game on YouTube on your TV. I've got um, I've got
1: Roku, so I'll do that. So I so basically it's an app uh, component. So I'll download the YouTube app. Right. Because usually I throw it up from my phone. But I'll do that, and I'll be able to watch you on the 46 Sports page.
0: Right. Correct? WHME 46 Sports has its own YouTube page.
1: Will that be in standard def?
0: Oh, no. That's in the highest of definitions, my friend. Thank God they come to us after we've done the standard.
1: (laughs) What time is that at?
0: That's at 7 o'clock. Actually, 6.50 if you want to get a head start.
1: Does that stay on YouTube?
0: That's a good question. Don't know. Okay. We haven't done this before, so I can't tell you.
1: Oh, exciting. Yeah. Groundbreaking tonight
0: mm-hmm. for the free.
1: All right. Thank you for listening. You're on Twitter, right?
0: Yeah, at 46 Sports. It's a, it's a semi-popular page. You're doing kind of well. You can follow the Sports Yak on Twitter,
1: Sports Yak with 2Ks, Instagram with 2Ks. You can email the program, should you choose, the Sports yak with 2Ks at gmail.com. Until Monday, Yak fans.
0: Ooga looga,
1: Everybody get out of here. There's a lobster loose. Oh, holy cow, he's
0: loose. You've been listening
1: to Sports Yak, brought to you by Notre Dame Athletics. Experience the excitement of cheering the Fighting Irish onward to victory. Tickets for Notre Dame Athletic events available at und.com slash buy tickets. And buy Pyramid Equipment. Think Pyramid Equipment for your snowplow needs. Sales, services, and installations of residential and commercial grade snow plows, tarts, and salt spreaders. Pyramid offers military, police, and firemen's discounts. Find us, PyramidEquipmentInc.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.